0: Hi everyone, this is Kate McGall, founder and CEO of ArcLight Agile. I'm a certified Scrum trainer and I'm passionate about training leadership agility. And welcome to our podcast.
1: And I'm Ryan Smith, I'm a certified Scrum Master and a Certified Product Owner. And today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart, which is why the Scrum Master is not an expensive luxury. Why your Scrum Master is so critically important to your agile transformation, your agile practice, your agile organization and, and, and this this is I did this is a triggering topic for me as a scrum master because I get called more often than not by people that quote try and go agile but didn't hire a scrum master and they wonder why everybody hates each other so and it's not working and it's not working. And and they, and it's just one of those things that like people seem to, they just think the scrum master, it's the, I, I'll tell you again, what I see a lot in new orgs is it's the last position they fill mm-hmm. and you're the first person they let go. Yeah. Because they just see you as this, they just don't see the critically important role that the scrum master plays. So I am certainly on team not, just an expensive luxury. I'm on the critically important to the health of your agile practice, your agile transformation, all things agile. So Kate, I've now just put my thoughts out there into the world. Why don't you tell me about why the benefits of a scrum master from a slightly probably less emotional standpoint, (laughs)
0: I can certainly do that, Ryan. So I think, and and it's interesting because what you're saying about the Scrum Master, time and time again, I hear organizations say, well, they're not billable, so I can't include them in the work I'm doing for a client. But if we look at the benefits a Scrum Master brings, most organizations, when they begin to track it, will then realize that, it is very much billable because of the benefit it brings so if let, let let's talk about that for a minute so the the benefit of a scrum master the, the scrum master has three sets of accountabilities they're there to assist our our product owners they're there to coach our team and they're there to serve our organization as a whole so three critical things. The one that we we tend to focus on most is the coaching of the team. Our goal is to have a self-organizing scrum team. And they're not In most cases, not going to do that by themselves without some coaching from their scrum master. The scrum master, as you've alluded to already, will help the team deal with conflicts. They're the master facilitator, they facilitate all of the different events so they happen on time. They're very focused so that they're saving the team time in the long run. They protect the team from maybe stakeholders from other managers or leaders changing priorities all the time. They focus the team or they let the team focus on the work they've committed to do by protecting them. And also, I mean, when we're talking about protecting, we're also talking about protecting them from themselves so that they don't overcommit to work and end up not being able to finish it.
1: And I think a good scrum master who really sees themselves as the the champion and the protector and the servant of the team the nonsense that would come to the team comes through the scrum master you know the disruptions the emergent work the all this stuff that would derail somebody you have a shield there to keep yeah. to help keep the team on track because yeah. developers want to develop they don't yeah. want to you know, deal with these other things. They have stuff to do. They've made commitments and you really do need somebody who can take care of all that stuff and not in sort of a project managing way, but in a very sort of organic servant leadership sort of way. Yeah. And, and that is, you know, in an org that's really chugging along and a team that's really chugging along that could just occupy so much of your time. It's such a yep. crucially important role that the team have advocate, coach, yep. protector. Yep. You know, they need somebody. The org has tons of management. Who does the dev team have?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're there. To me, one of the key things is they are there to protect the team. They're, by yep. them being there, the team is going to be able to get heads down and get on with the work. Yep that they um, committed to in sprint planning. Otherwise we have everybody pulling the developer that they're used to working with to work on whatever it is, is the flavor or distraction of the day. And a, a scrum master in that environment is, is critical. A lot of environments, team members will get stuck on something. There'll be a roadblock and it can't be cleared. And it goes on for days and days and people are not yep. able to do anything. And our, our scrum masters, are they're, they're our barrier busters. They're going to go through mm-hmm. and they're going to clear those roadblocks so that their team can focus on what they do best, which is building the best product or service for our customers.
1: I mean, I, to those points, I can't tell you how many times I've, we've left a scrum and I've said to a developer, come with me, we're going to go to this person's desk and get an answer to this question. We're going to get you what you need. Yep. Or, hey, I've said to every developer who's probably ever worked for me, if they come to you, you can either say, one of two things you know you need to go talk to Ryan he's the mm-hmm. scrum master this needs to go to him or if you're uncomfortable being that direct with them just say yes and then tell me and yeah. i will deal with it yeah you you are a developer you know you i want you developing but just yeah. if you don't feel comfortable saying go talk to Ryan just tell them yes and tell me and i'll deal with it and you'll never have to worry about it again
0: yeah and, and, it's, and- Yeah, sorry. I was going to say one of the things for you as Scrum Master is taking that one level further and you're going to go coach whoever is disrupting your team and the organization and say, hey, please, can you help me do better Scrum with my team? Please, can you not derail them during a sprint if there's work that needs to be done? Let's meet my product owner. Please put all work through my product owner and let the team do what they do best.
1: Yes. We're not, I'm not saying you can't be friends with this developer, but you can't use it as a sneaky way yep. to get work in or f- figure out how your project is going. Like, yeah. that's not the drill. Mm-hmm. Go out to lunch with them, be their buddy, talk about football, whatever it is, but like, that's not an entry to getting your stuff done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, There's no jumping, uh, yeah. No it's no very jumping
1: much <laughs> no jumping the queue I think I've told this story before, you know, I worked for an org and they put us in this big fishbowl, but there was a direct route from sort of the product office through engineering to the cafeteria, to the bathrooms, to whatever. And you would often see people stopping and talking to their favorite developer. And that's exactly what was sort of getting done. And then one day, everybody went home on a Friday and they came back on Monday and that doorway was not a doorway anymore. It was a wall. Yeah. We'd completely filled it in mm-hmm. so that people had to route around engineering. Yeah. They had to either go through the front lobby or they had to go through the warehouse. But there was no more, oh, I'll just say hi to my buddy, Joe. And hey, Joe, how's my ticket? It's just like, no, we yeah. have to put an end to this nonsense. And you yeah. try the coaching and you try and then eventually you just go, okay. Yeah. Here, I had here's I a, had lesson. a-
0: I had a scrum master a couple of years ago and their team kept getting distracted by they, they, she had the rock stars. They knew the products they'd been using the system for years and years and years. So people were always pulling them to help with things. So the physical office, she moved her cube right in front of the door. So people had to walk past her no no it didn't stop all of the distractions but it certainly gave people pause um to think when they had to walk past her so we're creating brunch as scrum masters when we protect our team aren't we
1: but but the teams would not get anything done if there wasn't somebody that they could turn to to say hey can you take care of this i didn't feel comfortable saying no to this person that's fine. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah. Um, and I'm not telling them no. I'm saying, is this worth disrupting our sprint? Are you willing to pay that cost? Yes or no? Yeah. Or, hey, let's put this in a future sprint.
0: Or yeah.
1: this is the person you need to be talking to, not this person. So the benefits, I think, are, 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 are just so important. And, and it, again, it does allow people that space and time to self-organize. And mm-hmm. to be good at what they want to do so the, I, the, the benefits are amazing
0: that they are and I think they for for most for a lot of teams they became even more critical with our transition to work from home and hybrid environments because the scrum master the teams that I've seen that have been very successful are teams where the scrum master has amazing facilitation skills where they're Mm -hmm. using two tools like mural and other remote whiteboards to make sure there's the collaboration going on for the team they're making sure that the the daily stand-ups are happening and they're fun they're making sure that the sprint planning is very focused and nobody's um, disappearing off into the 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 sort of googling and watching cat and dog pictures and things like that while we're meant to be sprint planning and things like that they're keeping their team engaged and focused and they're facilitating really good events so that people continue to see the value of it
1: and people have said that to me before people have said not to toot my own horn but people have said you know I come to your meetings and they're fun yeah. I come to your yeah. meetings and they're not like other ones I go to. Mm-hmm. And and people seem to be engaged and they're participating. And yeah. because again, I don't want the status meeting. I want yeah. the coordination. I want the yeah. input. And I and I want and I say to people all the time, like listen, you guys can talk to each other whenever you want. You mm-hmm. are a team, particularly in this remote environment, reach out to each other be there for each other. And I think sometimes you need a person who will just sort of say those things that we would think were like obvious and say that to the team and that coaching, like, because it's coaching the whole thing. And for folks who might be tuning in for the first time, I've been a front-end developer for 25 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know what it's like to be a developer and be left to your own devices. And people will sort of default to that until you say, I got a whole room full of people you can ask that question. Yes. Yeah. And I find a lot of times my value add as a scrum master is being a sounding board
0: for my team.
1: I know you're stuck. Let's talk through the issue. And they don't need me to tell them what to do. They just need to sort of like work through it with another human being.
0: Yeah, because you're coaching and remember as a a coach, you're neutral, you are assuming that the answer lies with your team members. So you're absolutely there to to help them through it. And I mean, one of the key things when we're talking about scrum masters is the, we're talking about the self-organizing teams and things like that. We're looking for continual improvement and our our Mm -hmm. scrum masters are our agents of change. They are there to help the team continue to grow. And I I think, on you go.
1: No, the the agent of change is something I've said many times at orgs. Mm -hmm. Because that can, if you're doing an agile transformation, that can be dicey. Because people, you know, again, they're not agile. And you come in and you are an agent of change. You Mm -hmm. know not exactly where we're going to end up. But the direction we need to go. And if that is the opposite of what an org has been doing for their entire life cycle, you yeah. can be a little threatening to people.
0: Yeah. And
1: you know, people fear change. And so as a scrum master, I always say, like, you know, this I, I'll either be a hero or I'll be the villain. And in some people's eyes, like, well, you changed my thing and you stopped me from being able to do my thing. And it's just like, but I needed to, to change all these other things. And yeah. that other thing was holding you guys back. So, yeah. agent of change—that's a tricky. That's tricky, but it's one hundred percent part of the whole.
0: What scrum about who master said, role. Facilitates the growth of the team. Is that less, <laughs> less controversial? I, I don't agent think it's less change. controversial. <laughs> so,
1: so I think we've we've that your second point about well, no, it's not the second point. Do experienced teams need one? That's the interesting question. So we've come in, we've gotten our, we've been so successful as coaches that our teams are rocking, they're rolling, they're cranking out code, they're continuously improving. You know, they can handle the workload. Like we think they're writing good user stories. The teams know how to break them down. They've got their sizing. Do they still need a scrum master? What's your thoughts?
0: My thoughts are, yes, they do, because the, the scrum master is there to make the, their lives easier. They're there to do the facilitation, to clear roadblocks, to make sure things continue to go smoothly and to make sure the team continues to grow. I mean, I hear teams say, oh, well, we, we, we've we been operating for two years. We we don't need a scrum master or maybe we've been doing this for two years. We, there's no point doing a retro. We're as good as we're gonna get. And to mm. me, a team will always continue to grow. Now, I could probably be persuaded if we have a team that is a completely kick-ass on top of it team, Potentially, we could have a scrum master with maybe that team plus another team. But mm-hmm. I am I, always going to advocate for a scrum master because I I have seen teams that they're great teams, they're doing really well, another team is in trouble. So let's move the scrum master to that team. And it has an impact. On that first team, the original team is not as streamlined as it would have been before. They're not as productive. They're not producing as much of the product or service in the order that our customer needs it. So I think if we say refer back to all the benefits we've talked about already, if we Mm -hmm. lose our scrum master, no, we're not going to completely undo all the good they did but um, we are certainly not going to have the support we need as a team. So I would argue, even if it's an experienced team, they still need a Scrum Master. Now, their Scrum Master may be spending time helping onboard other Scrum Masters. They may be um, helping coach the organization overall. They may be working with stakeholders to help have them better involved in Scrum. So they may be doing different things rather than the day to day coaching for the team members. But I, I do feel that there is definitely a value in having them.
1: I've never worked with a team that was like, you know, we got it. We're great. Yeah, We don't need you anymore. It's really been, thank you for taking those things that yeah. I don't want to worry about off our shoulders. Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with yeah. the stakeholders. I don't want to deal with the emergent work. Thank you for being here for us. Thank you for taking care of these things and being a resource for us. Like I always yeah. say, I don't ask my teams to do anything that I'm not willing to do. So if we, yeah. for some strange reason, have to work late or work over the weekend, I'm there. I might just go get you pizza, but I'm there for the team. And I know that the people I work with appreciate that. And they've never been, I've never been in a situation where it's like, yeah, we didn't—we don't need you. It's like, thank you. You make things better. You make our lives easier. And it's just like, the, that's the gig.
0: Yeah, so
1: I-, I don't think an experienced team could get rid of me. Uh, should get rid of the scrum master because then what you're doing is you're offloading those responsibilities to the team. Yep. Yep. That distracts them from the work they need to do, which is building kick-ass products.
0: Yep. And I don't think we ever have an environment where the team says we don't need a scrum master it's more often leadership is going, oh, well, let's look at the bottom numbers. We need to cut back money. So let's do the trade-off. Do I have a scrum master? Or do I add one more engineer? And a lot of times the client, especially if you're a contracting company, will pay for the engineer, but a client may not pay for the scrum master. However, if we have the scrum master, it is allowing every single developer in that team to be way more productive than they are without a scrum master so it's it's not just a one for one scenario a lot of times teams will be sort of up to 50 to 100 percent more productive with a scrum master because they have someone to shield them to take the distractions to clear roadblocks for them to support them to bring them pizza whatever it is
1: but those same orgs won't think twice about adding a, pro- a project manager to the, <laughs> yeah. the project. And it's just like, yeah. but that's not what we're doing. And again, I think uh-huh. that's also where people are like, well, you're just like a project manager. Scrum yeah. Master is a fun name for project manager. No, it's not. I do very different things. Yeah. Your product owner is more like your project manager in many ways, but I'm doing different stuff. So that brings us to your third point about can anyone be the Scrum Master? I think we would both sort of say, well, it depends on what you mean by that, because I don't think that it's a role that you can just devolve and share between the product owner and the devs or whatever. Is that what you meant or did you mean something very different?
0: Yeah, well, and I, I meant as if we look at the last couple of years, sort of prior to maybe four years ago, traditionally, I'm a project manager. My organization's doing Scrum, therefore I become a Scrum Master. What wow. I've noticed a lot over the last couple of years, I'm a project manager. I have, I love working with people and teams and clearing roadblocks and supporting teams. Okay, I'm a good Scrum Master. I love working with customers and end users and doing planning and roadmaps and release plans. Well, then I'm a good product owner. So I would argue that there are some truly horrible Scrum Masters out there because they're (laughs) from a very, very traditional environment where they don't like the Scrum environment. They like to Mm. be very structured. They're making the decisions. They're how, what percentage complete are you? And they're used to mm-hmm. to running mm-hmm. a project plan. And there yeah. are some people who hate the transition, and that's okay. We need everyone. There are different projects out there. We still need pro- project managers on some projects, which are not um, ones that we would use for uh, traditional projects that might not be a good fit for Scrum. So I'm not saying fire them all. I know a lot of people do say that that's the, the 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 solution. I think there is a role and a fit for traditional project managers, for scrum masters, and for product owners. And it is a very different skill set that excels in each of those different um, categories.
1: I agree with that completely because I think that I'm, I tend to be, I think, a bit more of a purist about like, listen, if we're doing Scrum. Yeah. Here are the roles. Yeah. And the reason that these roles work is the way we're running the project. Yeah. I'm not driving to, if we're doing a Scrum, if we're doing Scrum, I'm not driving to a date. That's not the point. I'm two week cycles or whatever our sprint cycle is. You're the one setting like the work you want done, stakeholder, product owner like I'm just accommodating those changes, but we're delivering value all along as opposed to, if you want to hit a date, then you really probably maybe want a project manager because you, I think you're, 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 you need a little bit more control, but.
0: Well, not necessarily, not necessarily. Cause I would say in a scrum team, we do have a date. If we're delivering at the end of December, that is our date, but what has to be flexible is the scope. We right, well, that's do, I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had that debate fixed with somebody fixed today. Date. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I had somebody today who was talking to me, and they're like, well, I have a fixed date and a fixed scope, and I'm like, that's waterfall. Uh, yeah. That's not, you may put these in sprints because of the way we release code, but you're not doing Scrum. You're doing- No, you're doing
0: iterative waterfall.
1: You're doing iterative waterfall and they didn't understand the distinction. And I was like, scrum, we get the scope or the date. You get one, I get the other, but you don't get both. So we, no, we are in complete agreement, but I do think that there is a place for project managers, but I'd like to work. I like to work on a team where that is not necessary.
0: I like to work on a
1: scrum Mm -hmm. team with people that understand their roles and are yeah. And I can coach and I can, you know, I can get them to take ownership, to self-organize, to produce the way we want to. And the way that as a developer, I think it should it should be done. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, I think an excellent discussion. So <laughs> we've discussed the benefits of a Scrum Master. I think we both need agree that experienced teams still need one. And yep. not anybody, not just anybody, can be the Scrum Master. Like it really is a very particular skill set, and it yeah. needs to be a dedicated role. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share?
0: Yeah, I mean, for for me, yes, it needs to be a dedicated role, it needs to be um, one person, but it needs to be someone who wants to do it, because the passion Mm -hmm. of a scrum master will go a long way in supporting their team. So we need people who are bought into the process, willing to be this servant leader, this true leader for their team, and once we have that uh, with good facilitation skills and good mentoring skills and coaching skills, then we've got an awesome Scrum Master and the entire team, if not organization, will see the benefit of that. Be
1: passionate about it. I like it. I like it.
0: Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at ArcLightAgile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash ArcLightAgile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.